0: Kawaja on 99, back in the test side facing Leach Whips it and whips it well Kawaja the comeback kid comes back for three and ninth test hundred Boersman Kawaja was his back and he's big and he's better than ever and pumped about it This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie. It's
1: a short ball. Brabant moves back and falls fiercely past square leg. So this is trickable. Victory to the Australians by eight wickets.
2: That is the one, Hello and welcome to Talking Talk right here on the Body Surf Podcast Super Radio Network. I'm your host, Tim Rinkmer and it's Thursday the 6th of January 2022. I hope you're having a good one. I'm still in isolation as I tested positive to COVID a few days ago, but I'm doing all right now. Actually, to be honest, after last night's program, when I finished up here at midnight, I must admit, I had a bit of a high temperature, a small headache, and a very, very sore throat. But I had a good sleep last night, got up early and watched the cricket all day, did a few jobs around the house, did some prep for this show tonight, and now I'm ready. To go with another edition of Talking Talk here tonight on the Body Surf Podcast Network. Coming up on the show, as always, I'll be catching up with Oi my co-host here on the Body Surf Podcast. He's coming towards the end of his time in isolation after he and his wife contracted COVID-19 over the Christmas holiday period, and he's stinging to get out and re-enter society. So I'll be catching up with him very, very shortly. I'll also be crossing to our English cricket correspondent, Jimmy from Coniston, down south in Wollongong, who had front row seats at day two of the Sydney Test today at the SCG. Usman Khawaja had a cracker of a day out in the middle. 137 runs of of, uh, uh, 260 balls. Australia declared at 8 for 416 runs and sent England into bat to finish off the day of the fourth test, day two, at the Sydney SCG. The Sydney Cricket Down, the Ashes, and uh, geez... Wouldn't I have loved to have been there today. It looked like a really great day. A little bit of rain, but not too much. The covers came off pretty quickly. They started nice and early, and uh, they got in pretty much a full day's uh, play. So that was really fun to to sit down and just enjoy a bit of cricket here while I'm in isolation. Um, England trail by 403 runs, and play will resume tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Now, tomorrow is day three of the Sydney Test. Today was day two, also known as Richie Benno Day, but tomorrow is day three. And day three of the Sydney Test is the pink test, which means the SCG will be painted with pink as cricket fans proudly sporting pink clothing support the McGrath Foundation, who do an amazing job working with those Uh, suffering from breast cancer, the the families affected by it and the nurses that treat them. So it's an amazing cause and if you want, you can actually get behind this. So I wasn't able to attend the cricket today, I was meant to go. And to be honest, I probably would have tried to to sneak in for a few more days if, if I was allowed. But unfortunately, I'm in isolation. But what I've done is I've bought a virtual ticket for tomorrow's match. So what you can do is jump on to this website. It's called pinktest.com.au. Jump on now. It's really, really cool. And what you can do is buy a virtual ticket. So if you want to support the McGraw Foundation and you can't make it to the SCG tomorrow, like myself, you can purchase a virtual pink seat. I've already done this for myself. But I'm thinking about buying another seat for the Bodysurf podcast with Tim and Owe because what I think is going to happen is the cameramen are going to pan around the SCG tomorrow and there's going to be these big screen monitors around the SCG and they're going to have this virtual pink seat. Now, names are going to be on there. So hopefully you'll see my name up there. Maybe you'll see the Bodysurf podcast with Tim and Owe. Maybe you want to put your name up there. I'd love to see Cute Boy out at the SCG tomorrow on a virtual pink seat. Pink's his colour. He's got the pink war bad fish. So it's, it's only fitting that Cute Boy gets himself a virtual pink seat for, for, for tomorrow's uh, game. It's going to be a cracker of a game. England are having a go. It's really exciting to see. We might actually get to, 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 to day five. And uh, if you've got tickets... For, for day three, day four, and day five, let me know and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get in touch and you can let us know how, how, how it was out there. Staying with sport now, and Serbian tennis superstar Novak Djokovic has been detained as he tried to enter Australia to play an upcoming, in the upcoming Australian Open in Melbourne. We'll catch up with our Serbian correspondent Uga from Keel Down Under to chat about Djokovic and as this story develops. Also, tomorrow is going to be the last talking talk for a while and we want to go out with a bang. We'll be doing a Friday quiz in the last hour of the show tomorrow night. So if you want to play, get in touch with us. Email your name, location and contact details to the Bodysurf Podcast at gmail.com. And you might win yourself a really fun little exciting prize. And no, it's not a Spinal Ease pillow, if that's what you're wondering. It's definitely not a Spinal Ease pillow. It's a, it's a, it's a good prize. So get in touch with us, at gmail.com And you just got to let us know your name, your location, and your contact details. And we'll be in touch and we'll, we'll sort out this, this little Friday quiz. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, a lot of requests have been coming in for me to play the Womp Camp theme song by Belly Slater. I promise I will play it tomorrow night to finish the show. Tomorrow night is going to be huge. Our last episode of Talking Talk here on the Body Surf Podcast Super Radio Network. It's also my birthday tomorrow, so you might want to call up and wish me a, a happy birthday. Technically, it will be my birthday as, uh, as we, we wrap up the show at midnight tonight. I'm here. I'm here till midnight. 10 p.m. to midnight is Talking Talk on the Body Surf Podcast Super Radio Network. It's 13 minutes past 10, 13 minutes past 9 in Queensland. Now... As I mentioned at the top of the hour, we we try to catch up with the co-host of the Body Surf Podcast here every night. And I tell you what, for someone who's been pretty crook, he's been pretty consistent in calling into the show and letting us know how he's all been going. So let's cross now to the co-host of the Body Surf Podcast, Owie. Hey Owie, how you doing, mate?
3: Oh mate, I'm getting there, you know. Yes. Yeah, so, how
2: far along are you?
3: Oh, <laughs> in regards to my pregnancy, or or the or the COVID nineteen.
2: Your little COVID baby, how's it going?
3: Uh, the COVID baby is
2: going. It's going along.
3: Oh. It's going along. I I would say that I'm probably day twelve.
2: Oh, day 13. Yeah. yeah. You're you're well and truly into it. So. How long until you can step outside and re-enter society?
3: Um, well, April's out today, believe it or not. Okay. She, um, she, she ventured out into the, um, the big wide world because I never actually tested positive. So <laughs> the timeline kind of went like this. April got infected by my cousin on Christmas Eve <laughs> and then I got infected by April at a later date. Mm. So, when we both went and got our PCR test, I was, I was negative. I was in the clear. Yeah. Uh, and then the next couple of days, I started developing symptoms. So, I think that I'm about two or three days behind April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why she, she's through it. She doesn't have any symptoms whatsoever. I've still got a bit of a croaky
4: throat. Mm.
2: Well, I'm, I'm at day three right now, and Sarah, my partner, has still tested negative.
3: Okay, so she's in the same boat as as I was. Mm. I, I'll tell you right now, Timmy, it's, it's not a good boat to be in. <laughs> oh, no.
2: The,
3: the reason is, is because once you're through everything, you can, just, you can go back to your normal life, right? Um, but we've got to lag behind. Now, the big problem I found was because I tested negative, but then I started having symptoms. I thought, oh, it's an option but the problem is I on my record I don't have any documentation to say that I actually tested positive to COVID-19 so if I go and do a rapid test in the future um, or need some sort of testing to prove that I I don't have the virus there may be trace elements of the virus in my system Mm. so uh, but I won't have the documentation to prove that I've actually had the virus so they will think that I've got the virus at the moment and I am then contagious. So a word of advice to Sarah if she hasn't tested positive yet would be go and line up again. I know it takes a long time, but get the documentation just to say, that you've got
2: it. Yeah, well, I guess if she went and did a PCR test now, it would still say negative. So I'm, I'm guessing she'll have to wait a few days and then go and get that test. We've got a few rapids, so we can keep testing with the rapids until she gets a positive test and then we'll go get the PCR test for her. And uh, I found going down to Helensburg, they have a respiratory center clinic there. It's really, really quick. So we'll be doing that in a few days' time. But if you were to do a rapid test right now, what, what would it say? Well,
1: he's to me.
3: And I, I don't. We don't want to go on about with too much COVID chat. I know. I know. Um, beg to beg to differ. Our listeners um, might be be listening to something that isn't body surfing, um, but I actually have to do a rapid test tomorrow mm. because we're still trying to pull this Tazzy thing off.
2: Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And to get into Tasmania, uh, you need to submit a rapid test. Negative, um, to get an e pass to get into Tasmania. So tomorrow um, we'll be doing that rapid test, and I've got my fingers and my toes crossed, mate, because I'm still crooked.
2: <laughs> oh no! How do you prove it's your rapid test? Couldn't someone just give you a bit of uh, a bit of boogers and put it on the on the the, the <laughs> cotton bud, and, and you could get a, a fake a rapid test going?
3: Yeah, I think that it's um, a bit of like. It's the honesty system. <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 all about yeah, pinky swears and and, and um, you know, like uh, what do they do um, when you when you want a big promise? You know, you do like a like a, a blood promise. Yeah, blood like blood brothers. Nine, yeah, blood brothers. That's the thing, mate. That's what it that's is. That's how you get COVID. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's a bit of promise, but then they test you at the border. So, okay. Um, I mean, the, the thing is, if, you, if you're testing positive a couple of days out from going, you, you probably don't want to rock up to the border and then turn you around.
2: Now, you're going to head straight to Tassie because you've had this booked for a while. You, you've rescheduled it. It's your big summer holiday trip before you return to work. Will you be able to fit in a body surf anywhere before you go?
3: Nah, Timmy, I'm retired from body surfing. <laughs> it's um it's all over for me i've got the covid 19 and um to be honest yeah i just don't know how i'll go in the water i don't i'm not sure if anyone's been uh infected with covid 19 and then tried to swim afterwards Uh, my breathing's gone mate how am i gonna hold my breath underwater
2: oh yeah uh, that's true it's I, all over for me. I woke up with a little existential crisis this morning. Not only because it's my thirty-second birthday tomorrow and I'm feeling very old, but because I do have COVID. A thought popped into my head, which is like, "Is this thing taking years off my life?"
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Most definitely. And uh, I for one welcome the change <laughs> because uh, I, I'm getting really tired of life. It needs to speed up real fast
2: I don't know Um, if you've been listening to the ad breaks during this program But we do play an ad for Lifeline So if you are struggling, please give Lifeline a call
3: No, I'm Frank Walker, National Park That's (laughs) all I've been hearing eh? Hello, Um, I can't
2: even do the hello, my voice is so ruined
3: (laughs) Hello (laughs) Uh, you've, uh, You've got two more days of this show, don't you? How are you going to hold
2: up? Well, uh, I've got um, one more. So, tonight's Thursday. I'll I'll jump back on Friday. I think I'll be fine. I'll, I'll let you in on a bit of inside goss. I... After the show last night, we finished at midnight. Did you hear Damon was our last caller? He, uh, he, he of, called of up and, and then talked a bit about uh, television. It was really great. Um, and and after that call, it was midnight. I finished up and I felt really crook. I, I had a bit of a headache. I had a really sore throat. And uh, yeah, I just had a tiny little bit of a temperature. I was quite warm. And uh, I tossed and turned a bit in the night, but I I did have a good sleep and I woke up feeling a lot better. So I reckon I'll be able to get through these next two nights and I've got some big plans for our Friday show, which will be the last Talking Talk uh, before we return with regular programming. Mm.
3: Yeah. And Timmy, what a show it's been. You know, um, you're an ideas man. (laughs) Because... I did not approve this show <laughs> and the people need to know that, that I have no affiliation with this show. I'm sitting up here on the central coast and it's all you. So if we get bad reviews from this, let's just, it's like one of those, you know how you watch a, a TV series and then there's like a little spin-off and you go, oh, well, um, that's not canon. That's not part of the actual programming. I, I, th- I think of Terminator, for instance. Mm. So people will watch Terminator, but they'll watch um number one and number two and I'll say that's James Cameron, that's that's Canon. That's that is the original Terminator. And then Terminator Three, Terminator Four, Salvation, all of those are just spin offs. They don't actually actually link up to the original time the the original timeline. And that's what I'm calling talk and talk. Yes. Talk and talk is talk and talk. You know, it's 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 not the Body Surf podcast mm. in and of itself. Yeah. But we're just having a chinwag.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like the Body Surf Podcast is happy days, and this is Laverne and Shirley.
3: <laughs> yeah, you hit the nail on the head there.
2: Um, will I be able to give you a call Friday? Maybe you'll have a bit of news to announce, and uh, hopefully, you'll be able to get outside and re-enter society and get your little holiday into Tasmania.
3: Oh, mate! Please do because uh, the project. Uh, are running real thin here. I, I, I tried to fix up one of my war um, hand planes, the timber model. because um, it, it, it had a few bangs and bumps mm. and bruises. And uh, I, I tried to sand it back and, and put some epoxy resin on it today. And uh, yeah, it's not looking too good. So I might have to uh, phone Ricky and, and see what he can do for me because um, yeah, mate, the... I, I need to get back out into the real world because these um, yeah, these little, what do you call them uh, projects that I've got going on, they're just not working for me mate so is, hopefully tomorrow yeah, yeah, I'll test negative and I'm, I'm back out Oh, absolutely. the real world
2: is, is this your original war timber hand plane?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's the one
2: I think you can upgrade mate like we are sponsored by war hand planes <laughs> Ricky will send you a new one
3: Mate, no, this is, the, this is an, an origi. Yeah. It's actually got a retired wood, so um, it's got polonia wood in it. Mm. So he doesn't use that anymore for his timber plants. So it's a bit of a relic.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe the Finn Museum will want to take a photo of it and put it on their Instagram.
3: Well, mate, uh, there should be an Instagram for um, relic hand for... Uh, and hand plane because i mean as you said we've got the finn museum so why don't we have the hand plane museum
2: well you're already running about 20 instagram so i i, I don't <laughs> want to put the pressure on you but maybe someone in the community can get that going
3: yeah mate that'd be good
2: anyways Zoe we have a great night we'll talk again tomorrow
3: yep check in then
2: there he is the co-captain of the Budgie Boys and the co-host of the Body Surf Podcast, Owie. And, uh, yeah, hopefully he'll be able to take a little trip to Tasmania soon. An interesting place for uh, an avid body surfer to go on a holiday, Tasmania. But uh, there there, uh are some interesting beaches there so who knows what he's going to get up to while he travels all the way down to tasmania it's a it's a fun trip I've never I, I, I went to tasmania as a, as a young boy and I'd like to go back as an old man because I think it would be very different a very different experience as when I went as a young boy I was very excited to go and visit the Cabri Chocolate Factory But now I'd like to go and see the Mona Art Gallery because uh, this is an interesting story. If you haven't heard about it, this bloke is a professional gambler. He's worked out this algorithm to make a lot of money. And instead of just blowing his money on himself, he decided to give back to the community. And he built this amazing art gallery in Tasmania. And I'd really like to go check it out one day. So uh, maybe you've been there. Let us know if you have and if it's worthwhile. It's 26 minutes past 10, 26 minutes past nine in Brisbane. Now, I know we're not allowed to do shit movie chat on the Body Surf podcast anymore. We've been told off a lot. Numerous complaints have been filed against us for OEM oh yeah, myself doing this this shitty movie chat constantly on the Body Surf podcast. But I've found something that sort of ties into shit movie chat but is also Body Surf related. This is really cool. I'm a big fan of this franchise, actually. A lot of people think it's a bit lowbrow, but I think it's quite entertaining. Jackass is back. They're, they're doing a new Jackass film. I think it's called Jackass Forever. And what they've done is they've gotten all the old blokes in and they've got some new recruits as well. And one of the stunts they've done looks very, very funny. Have a listen to the trailer. <laughs>
1: Knoxville,
3: welcome to Jackass. We're
5: on the Paramount backlot filming the opening sequence of Jackass Forever. <laughs> we brought in a number of new cast members.
0: I want to say my name. I right, This it. is Zach. I'm
2: Jasper, and this is body surfing, mother. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They're doing body surfing on Jackass. Now it's actually not beach body surfing. What they've done is they've they've set up a slip and slide. And they've just built a huge dirt ramp at the end of it. So, the slip and slide goes up this dirt ramp and they just get absolutely launched off it. And they call, they're call they calling the stunt body surfing. So, their new cast members, Jasper and Zach, who look very entertaining, are going to do a bit of body surfing on the new Jackass film. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see it. Anywho, it is 28 minutes past 10, 28 minutes past 9 in Brisbane. We'll take a short break, and when we return, we're going to be chatting to our Serbian correspondent, Uga, about this this issue with some bloke who's trying to sneak into the country to play a
0: bit of tennis. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Oi. Yes, it's
2: almost half past 10 in uh, New South Wales, half past nine in Queensland. This is Talking Talk on the Body Serve podcast, Super Radio Network. Hope you're having a good one. I've got COVID-19 and that's why I'm doing this silly little talk back radio show every night until I get better. Now, I... This is pretty much it. I'll do one more show tomorrow night, our Friday show. It's going to be a big one. It's actually my birthday. So if anyone wants to ring up and wish me a happy birthday, that would be really nice. I'm turning 32. I'm one of the old boys in the uh, the body surfing community. Maybe I'll get some bonus points at Womp Off because I'm getting, getting on with it. <laughs> Where are you at the moment? What are you doing? Let us know. You can send us an email, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com, or you can try and give us a call on Instagram, budgieboys, or bodysurf podcast. Now, there's this bloke. He's a, apparently a pretty a pretty good tennis player. I've never actually seen him play, but he's he's I, I think he's like number one in the world. <laughs> And uh, he's trying to get into Australia to play at the Australian Open in Melbourne starting really soon. The only problem is he's not vaccinated and he doesn't have a medical exemption to not be vaccinated. And the rule is if you're not vaccinated, you're actually not able to travel from overseas and enter Australia unless you have a medical exemption. So he's been detained, he's in a hotel room eating ham sandwiches and a, a little fruit cup for dessert. But his lawyers are on the case and they're trying to find some evidence to get him out so he can play at the Australian Open in Melbourne very soon. This tennis player is actually from Serbia. So I thought it might be good to catch up with our Serbian correspondent from Kiel Down Under. Uga, Uga, how you doing, mate? Hey, Timmy, good, mate. Good, thanks for the call. Yeah, so uh, Novak Djokovic uh, arrived in Melbourne uh, last night, and he was automatically detained, and uh, he's now trying to to fight these these uh, issues so he can play in the Australian Open. they're, they're currently his, his lawyers are working on it at the moment. Do you feel like he's going to be let into the country to play a bit of tennis?
1: Oh, I don't know. To be honest, this morning I thought he's gone home for sure. But now it looks like he might be—he might be able to play. I don't know, man. It's a bit of a mess. Um, it just feels like—it feels like it's a bit of a political points grab for everyone, you know. Like Hmm. I was reading the the Morning Herald and other articles today, and even even the one from America where they said that you know Morrison's popularity at the moment is that the. Is at the minimum. It's the, like the worst it's ever been in Australia. And then, you know, to, for Prime Minister to get involved and start commenting whether a tennis player should be a lady of the country or not is just unnecessary. Like, it's just been grown out of proportion. It just feels like everyone's trying to grab their five minutes of fame, whether that's, you know, news article, whether it's Sports Bet putting funny things. Everyone's trying to, you know, grab their piece of, of the pie. So I guess that's how the world works these days. Uh, I think Nowak will never change. He'll do what He thinks it's the best. And we'll see how it goes from there. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, at the end of the day, look, Australia's got this unique chance to host something that's never happened in the tennis history before if he wins again. Mm. I don't know if he will or if he will not win. But, you know, if he does happen, the history will be rewritten here in Australia. And that's a big opportunity for Mel- Melbourne. Yeah. To say that he's a... I think people saying that he's a threat to our health system, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Like, (laughs) people are walking around with COVID. Everyone's got COVID. Everyone that I know has COVID. He's going to be in the best care and the best doctors in the world, in the best team. He's going to be training by himself. To say that he's a threat any more than I am, I just just stupid. And there, there was a health panel that said that Novak is exempt. So, just like other 25 players that arrived who are not willing to say their name. So, I think it's all a bit of a... Bit of a media, media <laughs> fast, really. But anyway, enough about that. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: so, if if you don't want to talk too much about tennis, would you like to talk a bit about body surfing? Have you been getting in the water much lately? Uga. Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, look, this well has been a bit disappointing. I was expecting a bit more for, from from this well, but I uh, got a few body surf in um, my favorite break, South Cronulla, was on the pump. I think two or three days ago. It was good fun. Two days ago, did, did you get in? Yeah, I did get in. Yeah, I did manage to get in, and it was it was good fun. It was good fun. Uh, we were talking
2: to Jesse Mawson, co-captain of the Budgie Boys, last night, and we, we were sort of chatting about how South Cronulla turns it on once a year. And I'm, I'm sort of thinking that two days ago was that once a year. So I'm glad someone got in the water. It would have been absolutely lovely if I could have been there, but I'm stuck at home doing my ISO as I've currently got COVID. And uh, I'm counting down the days until I can get into the water once again.
1: It was a funny one, Timmy. So, <clears throat> so you know how usually when you, it's bigger in South Cronulla, you sort of, have to, like, focus on staying in the line with the pool, not to get sweeped <laughs> yeah. or to the north side. It was actually opposite. It was pulling you towards the rock. So you have to work really, really hard to get on that left hand. Mm. So I- it was opposite to what usually happens, but I guess with the south direction, it kind of made sense. But the interesting day. I wouldn't say it was one of the best, but there was a wave, but nothing comparing to, you know, what's going on in in, in Queensland and then all these... Uh, Funny games with St. Corey and, and and uh and the Goldie sliders. Yeah, we've uh, we,
2: we've been covering the Biff over the last few nights. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's been very entertaining. Um, how big do you think South Cronulla was two days ago?
1: Oh look, um, if if one of the Queensland boys were there, I think they would say probably six foot waves with about fifteen foot faces. <laughs> but I would say it was probably. I don't know, three to four foot.
2: Mm. <laughs> Which is pretty decent for South Cronulla. We, we mentioned that it's more of a family-friendly beach where you take the kiddies to have a little swim. But as I mentioned, once a year it turns it on. I hope it hasn't peaked too early because we're only six days into the new year. Do, will we get another day out of South Cronulla soon?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think for sure. We'll, we'll get more waves. I remember, I think it was pretty sure it was last summer. Uh, me and Ollie went out there and always probably got one of the best waves <laughs> I would say ever photographed in South Canola, it looked like Cape. I think that was a <laughs> potentially, it was the left hand and it potentially was a 10 to 12 foot face. I don't know. It was, it was massive. Wow. It was, it was, uh, I think I always shared that photo. And it, it's one of the probably best photos I've seen in South Canola. I've been trying to replicate that to the day, mm. but with no luck. It will happen again for sure.
2: Now, some of the Goldie Sliders are sort of staying uh, you know because we're we, we seem to be obsessed with photos. we love the instagram and and Corey even said photos or didn 't happen um, but then they called called uh, him out and said hey we 're not catwalk models we 're here just to to have fun and, and ride some waves." I I like the Instagram community and I like seeing photos like as you mentioned. Oh, we got a huge one at South Carolina once, and it was snapped. How good's that? Um, you're you're on the on the Instagram a bit. Have you been posting any good gear lately?
1: Well, I haven't been. Uh, we haven't had like since probably last lockdown, and there was still kind of winter. We haven't really had anything. Where, or since that Cape day that I went out with with uh, um, with Ricky. And Sperlo, we haven't really had anything worthwhile mm. taking photos of, really. But look, there's both sides to it, right? I think, look, there's a couple, there's very rare, there's few people out there who are really not scared of the waves. Maybe Sperlo, maybe Corey, maybe Ricky. All us normal people, let's be honest. You're fucking petrified of, <laughs> of seven to ten foot waves. Like, no one really loves. To put their body on the line going straight into rocks even at south Kanala, when there's a 10 to 12 foot you know wave coming at you you're going to go in the barrel it's not comfy around you never know which side of your body is going to hit the sand So yeah. no one really loves it obviously you know there's, there's that fear part to it that's always going to exist with some of us so you know i feel like if you're going to go to all that risk obviously of the enjoyment if someone gets the photo of it, it it's epic i mean it just adds more it, it's almost like it a odd, not nice taste to it. I mean, even the boys that if you watch the dirty old webs, they used to. A big part of the community was not just the body surfing part, but a big part of it was going to someone's home in the backyard and watching the videos of how the guys body surfed, and they will discuss it, and they will discuss the positions, and there will be the videos and the footage going on on, on the big screens mm. while they're, they're, they're wild parties in in Newport. So I think, and it's a big part of promoting promoting our community. I think that. You know, there was a big epic swell, you know, going on every single beach in Queensland. I think it, it will be nice to see photos. I don't think it's bad that we didn't. I think it's a shame that we didn't, but it uh, doesn't take away from anything from the Queensland boys who probably just were out there and enjoyed it. You know, I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm. I think it will be epic to see some of the guys pull in in some of those crazy uh, clothes outs And I think we will have all enjoyed to see them. I will have been the first one to be very happy if I saw that photo. Mm. So, yeah.
2: Okay. Now, Kiel Down Under, you import some of the best Serbian water polo apparel in the biz. Uh, What are your plans for 2022 with Kiel?
1: Look, like, um, unfortunately, ever since COVID happened, we, our regular market has been a little bit ravaged. We used to sort of create enough regular revenue so that, you know, we could run our online store and whatnot. But all the school sports has been cancelled. So Mm. most of our you know, normal customers have not bought in last two years because every competition has been cancelled. So mm. it's only because of that that our online store hasn't really been what it used to be. But I think, Timmy, me and you had a really good plan for 2022. So we'll we'll. it's really exciting. We've got some new designs coming in collaboration with you guys. So I'm hoping that that comes to life. And I think that will be a big game changer for us, but also for the body surfing community because... I mean, realistically, there is not that many brands out there that are, you know, focusing with, with, uh, you know, designs and, and gear that's sort of tough enough for body surfing. So, like, the way I see keel and body surfing, it's so almost like it, it's a love thing. It's not really a money making thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, soccer bumpers, no, they will order one or two pairs, three pairs, we will ex- most of the time they exchange them for, for, you know, uh, a t shirt or a, or a jumper or, or even, you know, when we said collaboration with Alan Ross, no one was there to make money. Alan wasn't interested in making money. We weren't. We were just more like, you know, even if you don't lose any money, but there is causes out there about body surfing, then, then that's amazing. We are promoting the community. Mm. So hopefully we'll be able to achieve that with, um, with you guys. What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And we've been playing a commercial that Oe recorded for us last year for Keel Down Under. Have you heard Oe's uh, commercial that he put together?
1: Look, I've listened to the entire podcast, skipping things, trying to find it, and I still haven't heard it. It's kind it's of—I've I've been looking for it though. Oh, so you will i will
2: have... play it um, as soon as we finish up on this conversation. How about that?
1: Oh, that's fantastic! Sounds good. I will. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, have a good one. Uga. will go talk to you soon, man. Thanks, Dini. Cheers, mate. Bye.
0: Studio Keel, watermark of a champion, the very best in Serbian swimwear tested at Olympic level. No more sloppy sluggos like the other brands. With Keel, you're layered for life. Check out StudioKeel.com for more information. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie.
2: Yes, it is 18 minutes to 11, 18 minutes to 10 in Queensland. This is Talking Talk on the Body Surf Podcast, Super Radio Network. My name's Tim Rinkerman. I'm one of the co-hosts of the Body Surf Podcast. We, We do a regular program and we try and do one a week. And if you haven't heard it, go back and check it out. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, and you can also find us on SoundCloud. You can also check out some of our videos on this YouTube channel, the Body Surf Podcast YouTube channel. There's some old, old interviews we've done with some uh, really amazing body surfers, and we want to keep doing that for years to come. We've got a really exciting year ahead of us, 2022, and we've got some great guests coming on the Body Surf Podcast this year. I'm really excited about it. But for now, we're doing some talk back radio. This is Talking Talk. My name's Tim Renkama. And let's have a look at the weather right now. So it's currently 25 degrees in Sydney with, with some light rain. Now, tomorrow, the 7th of January, will uh, also be a bit of rain, a bit of cloud, but some sun will be popping through. 27 degrees with a low of 22 degrees. Then Saturday, when the budgie boys meet up and go for a surf. Still a bit of rain around, but 30 degrees with a low of 21. So hopefully the boys get out and have a body surf. Sunday as well, when Bait Bay body bashes meet up. Thunderstorms, 25 degrees with a low of 22. Where are you from? Are you listening to this show from New South Wales or are you in Queensland? Are you from overseas? Let us know and I'll read the weather from where you're from. Now, I want to take a break very soon. But before I do that, I just want to say this is a talkback radio show. And we want to hear from you. So try and get in touch with us. The best way to get in touch with us, the easiest way to get in touch with us is to send us an email, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to play the big Friday quiz tomorrow night, send us an email, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know your name, your location, and your contact details, and we'll get in touch, and we'll play a bit of a, a quiz with yous And you could win a a very amazing, exciting little prize. I know you guys are really keen for that one. It's quarter to 11 in Sydney. Quarter to 11. uh, Queensland. Where are you? You're an hour behind. Quarter to uh, 10 in Queensland. Oh, man. I'm so bad at doing the time. I believe one of the best body boarders. In the Cronulla area, in the Southern Shire area, in the Sydney area, in the New South Wales area, in the, the whole of Australia, Robbie from Caringbar has given us a call. How you doing, Robbie? Oh no, the thing broke. Ah, jeez. <laughs> That's no good. Let's, uh, let's see if we can try and get Robbie back on the line. And we'll we'll have a chat to Robbie soon after I did that great intro as well, and then and then the phone line busted on me. Oh man! Anywho, at the top of the show, when we started at ten pm this evening, I mentioned that the new Jackass film is coming out soon. It's called Jackass Forever. It's got all your favourites in it: Johnny Knoxville, O, Wee Man. Unfortunately, Bam one of my favorite skateboarders is uh is not in the film because he he's um yeah he's sort of struggling with some stuff right now and uh, they 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 didn't think it would be safe or wise to to include him in the film they they tried they tried really hard to to get him in the movie but at the end of the day it just couldn't happen but what they've done instead is they've gotten some new recruits so Not only are all your favourites going to be in the Jackass film, but there's some new guys. Jasper and Zach are two of the new members of the Jackass films, Jackass Forever, and they're going to do a little stunt in this new film and it's called Body Surfing. Take a listen to the trailer. Welcome to Jackass. We're on the Paramount backlot filming the opening sequence
5: of Jackass Forever. <laughs> we brought in a number of new cast members.
0: I want to say my name. All right, say this it. is Zach, I'm Jasper, and this is body surfing,
2: mother. There you go. Jasper and Zach going to be doing some body surfing on Jackass Forever. I'm not sure when the film comes out, but I'm pretty sure they've, they've finished production and this might be a director or a streaming service kind of movie. I'm not sure if we'll even be able to see it at the cinema. I'm very excited to watch this movie. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Jackass franchise, and I'm I'm keen to see this body surfing stunt. From what the from what the trailer shows, it looks like they've built a huge slip and slide, probably similar to the one Jesse Mawson, the co captain of the Budgie Boys, has in his backyard, but they've built the end up with a big dirt mound and it's like a huge ramp. So they slide down it, they body surf down it and then get launched into the air. A pretty, pretty standard stunt I would think for the jackass guys, but it looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait to see that film. It's 10 minutes to 11, 10 minutes to 10 in Queensland. We're tracking up to news, news at the top of the hour and then, obviously, we'll be coming back for our big second hour of Talking Talk with your calls, with your emails, and a lot more fun. This is Talking Talk with Tim Renkema on the Super Radio Network, on the Body Surf Podcast, Super Radio Network. A lot of our listeners are, are on the East Coast. It'd be great if you, you wanted to call in from a different time zone. You know, this is a late night radio show, but you might be just waking up. You might be three hours behind in WA in Western Australia. Get in touch with us. You can email us thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. We we we're having some technical issues with the phone line, but we'll we'll go to news soon and we'll we'll try and sort that out. But on the other side of the news, in our 11 p.m. hour in our 10 p.m. hour in Queensland, we're going to be chatting with our English cricket correspondent, (laughs) Jimmy from Coniston down south in Wollongong, was at day two of the Sydney test match here at the SCG, the Sydney cricket ground. And it was a, a good day of cricket. They saw Usman Khawaja, who, who's been sidelined for a while, come back in and have a bit of a crack. And boy, didn't he earn his spot today. He made a very nice century and, uh, and got the highest score out of all the Australian batsmen. So that was really cool to see. I really like Usman Khawaja. I think he's a, a top bloke and a great cricket player. And uh, I think, you know, this is only the start for him. I'm positive, like, he's going he's gonna, to... He's, he, they've got to pick him for Tasmania for the fifth test. Jimmy from Coniston will, will be updating us with all your cricket news and giving us a bit of an English perspective on the Ashes. I mentioned last night, it must be hard being an Englishman in Australia... It's so hot. They're so bad at cricket. But they're doing all right right now. They're currently having a bat and uh, they'll they'll resume playing tomorrow morning at around 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. And I'm looking forward to getting up and, and watching a bit more cricket. I was meant to be there today. I was I was meant to be at the cricket today, but I've got the COVID, so I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to go, but I've got my virtual pink ticket for tomorrow's game. So you might see my name on the cricket coverage when they pan around the SCG. Maybe you want to buy a, a ticket, put your name up there. Maybe you want to. I really think someone should buy a ticket for cute boy Corey. I'd love to see cute boy Corey's name up there at the SCG. (laughs) Anyways, we're tracking up to news. But as I said, on the other side of news, we'll be catching up with Jimmy from Coniston, the talk things cricket. We'll also be catching up with fan favorite Matthew Bond. And, uh, you know, getting our... Our daily Western Sydney update. (laughs) He's back at work. He's spewing. He's working so hard right now and he's not able to body surf. But we thought we'd just check in with him and see how he's doing. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. Even though he can't get in the water and he can't watch too much cricket, he's loving life in, in Western Sydney. So we'll be catching up with Matthew Bond very soon and Jimmy from Coniston to get a bit of an update on the cricket. And I know we're not meant to be doing any cricket chat, but I love the cricket. News comes up very, very shortly.
0: Kawaja on ninety nine, back in the Test side, facing Leach. Whips it and whips it well. Kawaja, the comeback kid, comes back for three and ninth Test hundred. Borsman, Kawaja, Aussies back and he's big and he's better. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie.
1: It's a short ball. Raven moves back and falls fiercely past square leg. So this is tricky. victory to the Australians by eight wickets.
0: He's got it. Got it. Oh, he's got two. Beautiful cut. He's done it.
2: Hello and welcome back to Talking Talk. This is our open line talkback radio show on the Body Surf Podcast Super Radio Network. It is currently six minutes past 11, six minutes past 10 in Queensland. And I hope you're having a good one. Now, tomorrow is day three of the Sydney Test. Today was day two, also known as Richie Benno Day, because it's two for 22. But tomorrow is day three. The pink test, which means the SCG is going to be illuminating with pink as cricket fans proudly sport some pink clothing to support the McGrath Foundation. Now, I couldn't attend the cricket today. So what I've done is I've bought a virtual pink seat. And this is really cool. You can... Buy a, a virtual pink seat and the money raised is going to go to the McGrath Foundation. But what, what will happen is your name will be on, on a screen at the SCG tomorrow. And as the cameras pan around the Sydney cricket ground, you'll be able to see all the names of people who have supported the McGrath Foundation. Now, I've bought a a seat for myself. I'm thinking about buying a seat for the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owe. Get our name out there. But what I really wanted to see was cute boy Corey up there. And I can confirm that Corey Sainsbury, friend of the show, has purchased a virtual pink seat. So, if you're watching the cricket tomorrow, you might see cute boy Corey on his virtual pink seat. If you want to buy a virtual pink seat, you can jump on the website, pinktest.com.au. That's pinktest.com.au. It's only like 20 bucks. I think you can... Buy a few seats and get a bit of a deal, but it all goes to a great cause, the McGrath Foundation. Glenn McGrath, of course, was a, an Australian cricket great, a very, very good fast bowler, a very tall man who used to steam in, and uh, him and Warney, Shane Warne, who, who I think has the, the most ever test wickets, they were an unstoppable duo. You'd get them up, one up each end, and geez, those were the days. <laughs> Anywho, it's nine minutes past 11, nine minutes past 10 in Queensland. How are you doing? If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email, the Budgie Boys. Oh, sorry, that's our Instagram. If you want to get in touch with us via Instagram, Budgie Boys or Body Surf Podcast, or you can send us an email. Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Now, I thought we would catch up with fan favorite Matthew Bond, who is a member of the Budgie Boys. He's a relatively new body surfer. He, he picked up the sport a few years ago, and he's doing great. He called in last night. We had a bit of a chat about how he, he's been going in the surf, and I thought it'd be great just to catch up with him once again. So Matthew Bond is on the line. Bondy, how you doing, mate?
6: Ah, uh, Look, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm going all right. Now, I know it's very close to your bedtime, and you've got a big day of work tomorrow, but I really appreciate you calling into the show to let us know how your day was. Did you watch any cricket? Did you go for a body surf, or you, you were just stuck at work all day?
6: No, yeah, look, I was stuck at work all day. It's um, normally the time of year where people, uh, you know, wind down and enjoy the summer holidays. But for me, I work in aged care and uh, it's really busy around this time of year at the best of times, but in particular uh, with uh, this... Uh, are we allowed to have COVID chat tonight?
2: Yeah, you can You can talk about COVID if you want, Bondi.
6: Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of cases around and so we need to be be vigilant, protect uh, respect all our oldies.
2: Now, when when you heard about this thing two years ago, did you think we would still be talking about it in 2022?
6: Uh, to be honest, I did, um, because I realised it was going to be a, a huge issue, unfortunately. Um, I guess I, I I think we're fortunate uh, we have the vaccination and, and we're able to sort of um, live life a bit normally now. Um, I didn't think back in 2020 uh, that we were going to be able to do it, but... A little fact about me and, uh, and where I work, we actually had the first ever outbreak of COVID uh, in uh, aged care in the country. And so when it first hit, uh, there was a whole lot of media attention. And my job was actually to go and uh, make sure the media um, stayed away from outside. I was kind of this weird media uh, liaison for the day. And uh, that was a pretty interesting time back uh, in 2020.
2: Now, can you define what an outbreak is?
6: Yeah, yeah. So it's basically um, when uh, there's a group of um, infections in a in one site. And so um, being in aged care, uh, you know, we can't just shut a, a shop and have a deep clean. Uh, you know, we're looking after people and so we need to look after people uh, in normal circumstances and also when there's an outbreak too. Uh, and when there's an outbreak, there's special precautions that we take. You know, there's a whole lot of extra PPE and a whole lot of extra, um, things that we do to, to protect our staff and, and our residents.
2: And you've been able to avoid contracting COVID. Uh, how are you staying so safe?
6: Yeah, well, um, I, I guess, yeah, you know, I got the vaccination as soon as I could. Um, but also just, just in general, just being, being sensible, you know, when we were in lockdown, I was really careful about the, uh, five kilometre radius and, uh, even now that we're not in lockdown, I sort of make sure, you know, I wear a mask in, in, um, uh, public settings and, you know, do that kind of thing. I don't wear a mask in the water, even though, uh, the Budgie Boys <laughs> have a body surf podcast wetsuit mask that would be really cool to wear. Um, but yeah, just, um, just doing things outdoors, you know, uh, well, for example, we went for a surf the other day, Timmy, and, uh, you later found out that you had COVID. Um, But because we were outdoors and we were having a surf, um, you know, I've been monitoring for symptoms, but I haven't actually uh, caught COVID, which is uh, is great. But uh, I think if we were indoors having a beer at the pub or something, you know, it would have been a different story.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Although your wife snapped a few photos of us getting up and very close and personal to one another. (laughs) Uh, I I honestly don't know. And, and Jesse mentioned the other night when we were body surfing together, I actually jumped onto his back and rode him like a, like a boogie board. Um, so I'm surprised he didn't get it. And, uh, yeah, you guys are very, very lucky, and I'm glad you're you're safe and you're able to get back to work and do what you love, but I'd love to see you guys try and get together soon. We're, we're approaching the weekend. Are you going to go for a body surf with the remaining members of the Budgie Boys?
6: Yeah, absolutely, but I actually have to go on Sunday because I know you've also banned cricket chat, but I'm going to the cricket on Saturday.
2: If if it's still on, and it looks like it's still going to be on, because uh, there's been a few rain delays and interruptions, that's going to sort of make play extended. But also, England are having a crack, which is great to see. You know, they did get smashed the first three games of the this uh, Ashes series, but it looks like in Sydney they're they're having a bit of a go. Uh, did you catch much of the cricket today?
6: I caught none of the cricket today. I was busy working. But I do want to know uh, how your prediction of the draws is coming along.
2: See, here's the thing. The, the stats have changed a little bit. Rob's from Maroubra called in last night and said he put $100 on the draw. Now, I thought that was a pretty bad bet because I think it was paying dollar forty. Um, I, anyways, that's what it's paying now, $1.40, where Australia for the win were paying $3.50 uh, and England for the win were paying around $15. So I would say the better bet would be Australia for the win, but I, I'm off the punt, Bondy, so I can't, I can't do any of that. If you want to have a crack, whack a grand on something if you want. Um, You can put another story on your house in the Western suburbs if you win. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I, I think the draw, the draws only really, I don't know, how can it actually happen if there, maybe if there's a lot of delays, I don't really know how the draw is going to work.
6: Yeah, look, I don't think they're forecasting too much rain on the weekend, or I hope not, because otherwise I've uh, wasted a whole bunch of money going to the cricket <laughs> on a washout. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm looking looking forward to it. I always, always like going to the uh, Sydney Test, and um, we actually saw each other a couple of years ago at the cricket, didn't we, Timmy?
2: Yeah, that was a lot of fun, and uh, you, you got to meet my brother-in-law, Jimmy, who is our English correspondent here on the Body Surf podcast. And, he uh... looked
6: very, very white, <laughs> and you guys were um, – you right in the sun,
2: too. I was a bit worried about him. Yeah, he, he suffered from uh, a lot of sunstroke that day. He said it was from having too much to drink, but I actually think it was just his pasty skin getting exposed to that <laughs> Sydney sun. Uh, yeah, he was actually out there today with, with my cousin and my dad. I was meant to be there, but unfortunately, uh, I'm stuck in isolation, so I... I've actually uh, bought a virtual ticket for tomorrow's game. Uh, this oh, is yeah. this is really cool, Bondi. So, you can jump online. Um, I'll, I'll find the website for you now and let you know if you want to do this. This is really fun. Hmm. It's a way for you to be... Um, sort of part of the cricket if you're unable to get there. So if you jump on this website, it's called pinktest.com.au. Obviously, it's Hmm. uh, set up by the McGrath Foundation, raising money for for breast cancer support. And you can buy a virtual ticket. And what I think they're going to do is put your name up on these virtual screens on these seats these virtual screen seats so hopefully they'll they'll pan around the SCG tomorrow and you'll be able to spot your name there
6: Oh, fantastic. That's great. Yeah, well, that's probably a better use of money than Rob's chucking 100 bucks on the draw, you know?
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Bondi. It's now, always... I've got a
6: question for you. Oh, yes, uh, yes. When, when are you out of isolation and when can you go surfing again?
2: See, we're, we're trying to figure out the math. This is day three for me. So, uh, I think I've got a little bit to go. The only problem is my partner, Sarah, who is living with me, has not tested positive yet. So As far as we're concerned, she she doesn't have COVID yet, even though she's been living with me for the last few days. So we're assuming she's going to get it because she's been so close to me for the last few days. However, that's probably going to extend my stay in isolation a bit more, unless I'm allowed to go out uh, once I have a negative test. But if you're living with someone with COVID, I'm not really sure what the rules are.
6: Because something that, something your listeners don't know is that you, um, you love a, a body surf with the budgie boys mm-hmm. and we like to get into the water together. But the last couple of surfs, you've been a bit soft, Timmy. You've, um, you've come in uh, to the shore um, quite early. Mm-hmm. And, um, and especially the last time we swam, you came in after it seemed like 20 minutes or something. So I wonder if that was a side effect of COVID that you didn't want to catch any waves.
2: I think it was more a side effect of the shitty surf. <laughs> It was rubbish and I just I was like, I've had enough of this. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of swimming so hard just to to try and pull onto a very full wave that's not even going to break. So I might just come in and have a bit of breakfast and uh, yeah, so yeah, I, you know, you're right. I'm not sure when I started showing symptoms or signs of having COVID, uh, really the only time I felt sick was last night after I finished the show at midnight I had a bit of a headache a sore throat and a bit of a temperature but I think that was just because I was doing a two-hour radio show
6: yeah look at we all felt like the symptoms too listening to it for two hours so uh, I don't know if it was COVID related
2: (laughs) oh Bondi it's always a pleasure talking to you thanks mate are you going to call in tomorrow night for our last show
6: oh absolutely
2: talk then have a good one see ya it's nineteen minutes past eleven. Nineteen minutes to past ten in Queensland. And let's go to Queensland right now on the line from Slide Handboards Australia. Trav Davies, how you doing, Trav? Hey, Kim. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing all right now. I saw the photo you sent through to me on your birthday, and unfortunately, it looked pretty bad out there. So you weren't able to have a swim on your birthday. But have you been able to get into water since then?
5: Um, we we went out. Ace and I had a good uh, handboard yesterday in the shore break at, at Kira. Nice. Um, if you come inside at Kira, it's manageable and it's actually quite quite fun. So it's like a, it's like what you guys get down there. It's a bit of a novelty wave and, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bit of fun. But out the back, it was just, yeah, too big, too much current, too many jet skis. Yeah, it was pretty
2: now i'm I'm guessing Christmas and new year's is a is a big time for you. How did slide handboards go over over Christmas? Did you sell a lot of stocking, uh, stocking stuffers
5: uh yeah yeah we're we're you know we've been going now for about three years and each year it's grown and um yeah this year we grew again and yeah it still amazes me every day um when I get orders and You know, then when you get an order, you turn into a bit of a detective and you look up, you know, you look up Bob Smith who ordered the board and he doesn't have Instagram, he doesn't have Facebook and, you know, you wonder where all these people are coming from but it just shows that the sport's really, really growing and so many people are are buying boards to to get into it. Like, I walked down the beach with a Grom and people literally chased me back to the car wanting to know what I was just doing. Like, it's still so, yeah, it's still so exciting, so
4: it's fun.
2: Now, I went for a body surf a few days ago before I tested positive with COVID-19 and I went out with Matthew Bond and Jesse Mawson from the Budgie Boys and we <laughs> all had groms. We had a lot of fun. Is this the most popular or the most sold slide handboard out there? Uh,
5: yeah, the, the, the grom and the buller are probably, as far as numbers go, probably uh, pretty similar. But definitely... Um, the Buller just ticks away every month of the year, but December the Grom sort of goes nuts, I, I presume, obviously, for Christmas gifts.
2: Yeah. Mm. Now, you've, uh, you've always supported the podcast and you actually donated uh, the major prize in our end-of-year giveaway raffle, uh, the Slide Buller, the, the carbon board, uh, and it went to a Goldie Slider. Oh,
5: and- did I actually? Well, I was asking the question who won that, and no one could actually answer the question.
2: Oh, we we announced it on our last show for the year in 2021. Uh, we yeah. di- we did a a two hour breakfast radio show from 7 a.m. Yeah. to 9 a.m. Uh, here in in the interactive studio, and yeah. yeah, Anthony Quinn from the Goldie Sliders won won the prize pack. So. Oh. I had no idea. He he's a Patreon member. Uh he had a few yes. tickets in the raffle and he, he took away the goodies. So uh we're okay. gonna we're gonna be sending that to him very, very soon. And uh yeah, I, I think we're gonna see some great shots of him riding his new board.
5: Yeah, well Ant's Ant, you know, one of our obviously our loyal first up sort of members. He's always one with the camera and um he's got pretty much I think a board from every company in the world. So he's a he loves it. So. Now, have
2: you have you been keeping up to date with what this cute boy Corey Sainsbury's been been saying about the the blokes up north?
5: Yeah, I did. I, I have seen a little bit. I I um yeah. What, what no, do you, I, what, what's your I take on this, catch, track? I actually had a chat to Corey today. We um yeah we spoke and it was. Was, was quite interesting, so it was good. Was it... My, my take is, that, like, we get the biggest surf of the year when it's cyclones like this, and it's, you know, like, our points, uh, the current's 15 to 17 knots, it's pretty dangerous, like, you can't actually go in the water without moving sideways so fast. If you get a wave, you're lucky, you know, and to be honest, our body's not gonna keep up with the waves at Kira. It's actually... Probably unbody surfable yeah. If you wanted to, wanted to sort of describe it like that, like we we love a big wave, and but we've got our beaches, we've got thirty k's of beaches here, and we we sort of go pretty hard. But yeah, in the middle of a cyclone, it's super
2: tough. Mm. I I went up to Foster once, uh, which which ironically or fittingly was uh, the spot where Matthew Bond got the call a few years ago. I think it was a year or two ago. He was yeah, heading he, he was heading up to Slidefest and he got the call saying hey they're shutting down the borders we're going back in the lockdown turn around anywho i I was in Foster yeah probably three or four years ago with OE and we we went for a body surf and we went out to this beach and uh, I looked at Oey and I was suiting up ready to go and OE looked at me and said mate there's too much water out there we're we're not going to be able to handle it and uh yeah. If I if I went alone, I probably would have tried, but OE was the one who said, mate, pull your head in, we're not going out today. <laughs> so sometimes it's yeah. safer to, to just, yeah, sit on the sideline and, and have a watch when it's unsafe like that.
5: So we we do really well here like a few days after a cyclone. Like in the mid in the middle of it when the guys are doing skis and stuff at Kira, that's just like Kira's the only place you can go out, to be honest. Or Noosa. One end or the other end.
2: Mm. Uh,
5: days after cyclones are very very good and mm. we might like there might be 10 of us that go down the beach at you know surface paradise and we all paddle out together and it could be a 20 minute paddle out and 60 duck dives and that is literally the last time we see each other we just the waves take us sideways <laughs> there's left there's five right, current. and i remember one day last cyclone season we went in at surface paradise and we got out at southport like we went I think Hamish would have called it. I think he nearly called it four k down the beach. <laughs> you know, and we are walking all the way back up the beach. You know, and we go again. Mm. Like it's and you sort of got to watch out for each other and 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 keep track. Like someone gets tired and goes in, it's, you actually don't know, and then you're looking around. Where are they? Where are they? It's, that part of it's actually unenjoyable. We we sort of go hard on big waves and we've just got a lot to contend with here with water moving and paddle outs and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, yeah, no, we, we go right up here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now slide Fest Australia, 2022. Are we going to be able to get there?
5: (laughs) I don't see. I mean, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow and I don't read much into it, but I I, I play cricket and I coach cricket and um, the email from the, governing bodies and all that sort of stuff is we're not going to cancel sport. Sport is going to remain. um, We're going to do what we can to keep sport going. So I can't see, they'll probably close the club rooms and close the cafes but they won't stop people from playing sport. So, you know, we're a sport so I don't see why we can't run an outside competition.
2: Mm, It's it's more about yeah. it's more about um, interstate travel and how that's going to look this year. So we we've yeah. we, we've been unable to sort of come the last two years. Some people I remember I think Tom Ma somehow um, was able to to sneak across the border or something like that. A few people got through, but uh, yeah, the budgie boys have have always been stopped at the border, unfortunately, um, because we're keen, we're super keen. We've we've seen yeah. how how fun this event looks. We've seen Uga do really well. I think he got fourth place a few years ago which is really exciting so we want to have a crack as well but unfortunately we kind of have to try and just play by the rules with with whatever the the Queensland government say or or the New South Wales government say.
1: Yeah well I
5: think, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, there was one year there that um, I think you could come, like Dylan come and won from Mm. Corey Corey was there last year um, Uga was in the final again. Uga's made two out of the three final. Um, I think you could come. I think there was just, they just put doubt in people's minds and, and I actually think it closed the weekend after or the Monday after, or I'm not sure, but it's, mm. it's, yeah, we, we'd obviously love everyone to come. I know, um, Eloise come from, Nigel come from WA last year. um, we we get a couple of Victorians that come up, but yeah, I just hope that anyone that can come. And I just love it when I launch it and I get all these entry fees. And I don't even know the people, and that's what I love about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then you get the get the regulars and yeah, you know. And that bring like we thought we lost. Yeah, um, uh, who did you just say? My brain's gone. No, Tom. Yes, we thought we'd lost Tom the Tassie, but I see he's moved back to Queensland. So, um. He's another one that's moved moved back up here now, so he'll probably be around again and Yeah, everyone's everyone's asking about it already and mm. just a lot of hard work and I don't want to think about it on January the sixth. <laughs>
2: In, in the same way, I guess Womp Off 2022 is uh, going to be running and Ricky's talked about maybe running it a little bit differently because of COVID-19 restrictions. But we'd love to see the Goldie Sliders there. Will you be doing everything in your power to get to New South Wales? Because I believe we, we will be doing some form of competition. Um, it was meant to be fantastic down south, like really far down south. Um, yeah, Mar- but that was a few years ago before all this happened. So we're still not really sure where it's going to be this year. Uh, the goalie slide yeah. is going to be there.
5: Oh, I don't see why not. There's obviously a, a few issues there with um, interstate travel and that that, that that word that we're not going to talk about. But, um, yeah, I think that's, that's what it's about. and We, we obviously want to go there. We've, you know, we're still fifth. As long as Ricky doesn't hold it, we're still fifth. So it's a good thing. <laughs> I, I but think, but yeah. like, still, the, it's still the best but That was still the best event to go and meet everyone in mm. the whole country. Like, I know it's a teams a thing, and you know it's it's a lot of a lot of effort to go to Sydney for the amount of time you're in the water, but team camaraderie and you get to meet everyone. And to be honest, that's what it's all about: is a few beers and you know. A chicken Parmy and a lime milkshake and all that sort of stuff.
2: <laughs> That's it. I can't wait to uh, to catch up with you soon in person, whether it's at Slidefest Australia 2022 or at Womp Off 2022. Lovely yeah, speaking to you. Oh, sorry. Go Coulum, ahead.
5: Callum have announced their comp. Yep. Yep. As well, yep. so them is I think around Easter sometime. So um, yeah, I'll let them do their thing and then we'll we will be Soon after that, but yeah, it's always always be good to catch up with all anyone that wants to come up and uh, have a swim.
2: Absolutely, good. we'll see you soon, Trav. Have a good night. Talk soon and stay safe.
5: All right, Tim. Get well, mate. See you, mate.
2: Trav Davies from Slide uh, Slide Handboards Australia, and yeah, uh, I'm getting excited just thinking about it. If we can try and sneak into Queensland for Slide Fest 2022. If not, hopefully the goalie sliders will be coming to New South Wales to compete in the biggest team competition in the body surf pod in the body surf calendar. Wompoff twenty twenty two, and we still don't know where they're gonna hold it, but uh, I'm assuming it's somewhere in New South Wales. I think that we know whereabouts. It's anyone's guess. It's half past 11 in New South Wales. It's half past 10 in Queensland. We'll take a short break. And on the other side of this break, we're going to catch up with Jimmy from Coniston, our English cricket correspondent. Okay, mum, last drinks.
1: Drinks? I'm not drinking anything. Last dance? I'm not dancing either. They're
2: sayings, Mum, like last
5: days.
3: Like the last days of Bingley's stock take sale.
5: Yes, the last chance to grab a bargain at our biggest sale of the year. Now I get it. At last.
3: Now, about your pay rise. Yes. Have you heard the saying, the
0: last laugh? Don't miss the last days of our stock take sale at Bingley. Australian family owned for over 60 years. Studio Keel, watermark of a champion. The very best in Serbian swimwear tested at Olympic level. No more sloppy sluggos like the other brands. With Keel, you're layered for life. Check out studiokeel.com for more information.
4: Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. I'd like to personally thank our amazing team at National Tiles for their outstanding dedication during this our biggest year ever. With home investment at record levels, Our wonderful National Tiles team have worked tirelessly to maintain our exceptional service levels, and we're hiring more. So if you're looking to join a dynamic team of people at a great family-owned company, go to recruitment at nationaltiles.com.au now.
0: This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owey. 34 minutes past 11,
2: 34 minutes past 10 in Queensland. This is talking Talk on the Body Surf Podcast Super Radio Network. And I believe we have Robbie on the line. How you doing, Robbie?
4: Yeah, no, yeah, not bad, mate. How you going, Shel?
2: Yeah, good, man. I, I, I heard you were out on the source tonight.
4: I, um, I have been partaking in a bit of karaoke, and a bit of tempura, so pretty much just do it touring Tokyo, you know. <laughs> um, but not in not in Japan. I'm on the Gold Coast, but close to it. Oh, There's you're
2: you're calling from the Gold Coast right now? Wow, that's that's great. Oh, yeah, I'm
4: in the Gold Coast. Well, I um, I had a bit of controversy on the potty the other night. Like Corey's Corey's calling out some swell sizes. People on the Gold Coast have different measurement units, and I thought, you know what, I just I don't want to deal with the bullshit. Just want to get there. And look, I can. Being first-hand account, I can tell you that Corey's wrong. It's not three foot on the Gold Coast. It's four foot. I was here for the whole cyclone. It's it's definitely four foot, um, which is, you know, I had a chat to see the local. It's the best surf for 10 years. It's huge. Like, it's almost overhead, but it's pretty good. It's good four foot swell. well. It's on shore, and everyone's having a good time.
2: Now, you are a body boarder who body surfs once a year. Have you been body boarding in the Gold Coast or have you been jumping in for a bit of a body bash as well?
4: Oh, I haven't been in the water yet, no. No I <laughs> yeah. i bought boards, but yeah, no. I haven't been in yet, mate.
2: So besides teppanyaki and drinking and karaoke and all that sort of stuff, what else have you been doing on the Gold Coast?
4: Um, I tried to get a tattoo tonight, but the line was too long. <laughs> so I didn't get a tattoo. What, um, what, what were you going to get? Um, well, I've got, I've got my right bicep. I've got my kids' names. Mm. And on my left I said, I'm going to get a picture of my boat tattooed. So I figured, <laughs> have the kids on one side, have the boat on the other side, pretty fair. But yeah, that line was, line was too long, so I haven't got me uh, boat tattoo yet.
2: Now, you have uh, a third child on the way. Have uh, you, you come up with a name for, for the kid? And are you, going, like, are you going to get that tattooed um, when it's born?
4: We have got a name. Um, I've shortened it to four letters. I'm not going to drop it on this podcast because this podcast also pre-dropped the fact that I was having a second child before I knew it was. <laughs> um, so well, I, will con- I will confirm I'm having a third child, but I would not release the name at this point in time.
2: That's fair. And that's fair. On
4: this podcast.
2: Now, have, have you chosen a four-letter name because it's a bit cheaper getting a, a four-letter tattoo?
4: Yeah, tattoos fucking hurt. Of course, I'm not getting hurt. <laughs> longer name.
2: I, I recently got two tattoos, and they're only small, but I, I quite enjoyed the process. I, I liked the feeling of it.
4: Well, your tattoo was because you achieved something, mine was because I didn't wear a condom. <laughs> was a tough
2: difference there, Timothy. Oh, mate. Robbie, it's always a pleasure catching up with you. Now, uh, it sounds like you're losing your voice. Now, is that because of karaoke or are you potentially coming down with a bit of the COVIDs?
4: Oh, look, I think it's a bit of both. Like, um, karaoke, look, I belted out Call Maybe. I wouldn't say it's the best rendition, but it was far, far from the worst. Um, but the reality is, I'm a New South Welshman in Queensland, so. The chances of me having COVID is about 80, 90%. Um, so I reckon it's a good bit of both, to be honest.
2: Would you be able to give us a few bars of Carly Ray Jepsen right now?
4: <clears throat> um, no. You've got to talk to my agent before that. Um, <laughs> there's got to be a bank transaction and that will secure it. But look, you know, tomorrow night, next night, I could be, I could be available for it. Just, just DM my agent.
2: <laughs> Who's your agent? Jesse. Jesse Morrison, co captain yeah. of the Budgie Boys.
4: Yeah, co captain. Guy short in height, long in cock.
2: <laughs> the bloke that couldn't organise a route in a brothel is your manager.
4: I, I tell you what, I've been to more than one brothel and I've never seen him there.
2: <laughs> Probably a good thing because uh, he he is a devout Christian and I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't like want to see him out in Bangkok anytime soon.
4: <laughs> yeah, right righter. When did you get back well, into New South Wales, right? I don't call myself Cardinal Pell, but I've fucked less kids than him.
2: Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll leave it there. We probably should have dumped that. That was highly offensive. I do apologise, uh, especially to anyone who's who's listening to that live on YouTube. We might have to cut that out for the best of podcast. By the way, I should mention now. I will be putting together the best of talking talk. So if you want to listen to all the episodes, you can go on YouTube and and go back and and listen to previous episodes. But at the end of the week, I'll I'll combine c- compile all the best bits and put together a podcast so you can just listen to the gold, the gold stash. If you don't want to sit through all the news, the sports, the weather, all the, uh, the COVID updates, all the cricket updates. I'll put together, <coughs> pardon me, I'll put together a nice little uh, compile of the best bits. It's currently 20 to 12, 20 to 11 in Queensland. Now, we should cross to our English cricket correspondent, Jimmy from Coniston. He's been calling into the show every night to give us an update on how England are doing against Australia here during their Ashes campaign. As you know, England lost the last three test matches. They're currently playing their fourth test match against Australia here in Sydney at the SCG. It was day two today, Richie Benno day. Tomorrow is day three, the pink day. And Jimmy was front and centre for all the action, I believe he, he left maybe an hour early when he uh, he thought it was going nowhere and then Australia decided to declare and send England in for a bat. So let's catch up with him now. Jimmy from Coniston. How are you doing, mate?
4: Yeah, good. Thanks. How, good.
2: how was uh, day two of the Sydney test?
4: Oh, it's fantastic. We saw about 12 hours of cricket. We saw... Uh... About 11 and a half hours of Australia batting. I mean, it was impressive stuff, to be fair. And then uh, just survived the last 20 minutes there. You know, the Poms, we didn't lose a wicket, which is good.
2: Now, Australia declared uh, on, what, about 416. Um, Do you think they made the right decision sending the Poms in for the last little uh, few minutes?
4: I think definitely, yeah. I think if you can get one, maybe two, and they very nearly did, can't really start, but it just got over the line there i think that would have been a great position if they'd gone on to two than one would get you know
2: yeah absolutely so what are england on right now I
4: uh, closed on about around 13 or 14 for for nothing so
2: so uh what's tomorrow going to look like england are, are going to have a bat and uh see if they can try to to come somewhere close to australia's uh run score do you think they're going to get there
4: yeah <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, it's, it's the first hour is going to be key. I think yeah. I saw a stat that um Usman, after scoring all those runs today, he's scored more than any other uh, player combined in the England squad, apart from uh, Root and Milan. So, uh, just put it in perspective, you know, we haven't got batters who can score runs. We'll, see. we'll just see how we go the first few hours, I think.
2: Well, yes, Ujman Khawaja, uh came back after being sidelined for a while and got an amazing 137 runs of 260 balls. No one even in yeah. the Australian team's come close to that. Do you think Ujman has, uh, you know, soiled his spot right in the Australian cricket team now?
4: Well, yeah, I think people will be asking, you know, why why wasn't he in there before? Mm. What were the selectors doing, not putting him in there?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, in, You
4: know, my view... What was that? Sorry, Jimmy. Yeah, no, just saying. Just chatting, chatting to someone earlier, and they were wondering why why it's takes them four tests to pop in
2: Yeah, I, I don't know what what the deal was with that, but I'm, I'm glad he's back, and he loves playing at the SCG, so he would have had a a really really special day today. Now tomorrow is the pink day of the the test. Today was day two, which is Richie Benno day. Tomorrow is yeah. Pink Day, where everyone wears their pink, pink outfit and uh, dresses up to support the McGrath Foundation. And uh, are you going to be wearing a bit of pink tomorrow, Jimmy?
4: Uh, I might wear the Sixers jersey, you know, the, the the pink one, just in homage. But I'm not actually, uh, I'm not actually going to be that. I'm having a day's break to get over my sunburn, my uh, <laughs> you know, a mild hangover, and then I'll start again Saturday, I think.
2: Yeah, so you're going to head back out for day four. four. Okay, so yeah, yeah, it's interesting. You might miss England batting altogether. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Good roll. Yeah, you, you know, you could, could miss it. You know, half a day tomorrow, to be honest. But you just uh, hope you'll see him before I uh, before the day day five. Comes around. Mm.
2: Now, I believe uh, the the draw is paying pretty much the same price as an Australian win. Um, they're both right. sitting at around 49%. So uh, what's your tip? Do you think England can come through? Because they're paying about $15 right now.
4: I don't think we're going to win, to be honest. But I think uh, the draw looks pretty good money with the uh, Eng- English-style weather that are uh, forecast for numbers, say, three or four, I think. So... Draw draw's probably about where my money will
2: be going. So a draw in Sydney and, and potentially a win in Tasmania in a few weeks' time. Jimmy, will we be yeah. able to catch up with you, uh, you know, again tomorrow and uh, and finish up our cricket talk for the week? Yeah,
4: no problem, mate. As long as you, you haven't had enough of my cricket talk
2: already, happy <laughs> yes, <do>. to. The, the, <laughs> the listeners have, have said we're, we're no longer allowed to talk about the two Cs, COVID and cricket, but we're, we're doing it anyways because there's nothing else to talk about.
4: I was just about to ask you how your how you're uh, recovery, came.
2: Yeah, last night I I felt a little crook after finishing up my shift here, but then uh, woke up feeling good. Woke up just in time for the yeah. early start and watched some some cricket and pretty much did that all day. Did a few little jobs around the house, you know, cleaned clean the kitchen, cleaned uh, my yeah. cupboard. But yeah, feeling a lot better today, and uh, yeah, I think sleep is honestly the only cure for COVID because it really—if you're feeling crap, yeah. you just sleep it off and you feel better in the morning.
4: Yeah, good, good advice.
2: Also, yeah, well uh, the the vaccine obviously is helping a lot. So sleep and the vaccine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, very true. All
2: right, Jimmy, enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll catch up tomorrow for a bit more cricket chat.
4: Yes. Yeah. See you then, mate. Good captain. Cheers.
2: Jimmy from Coniston, our English cricket correspondent. We'll catch up with him again tomorrow for day three of the Sydney Test, pink day, and you might see my name and cute boy Corey's name and even the Body Surf podcast with Tim and Oi in a virtual pink seat out there at the SCG tomorrow if you're watching some of the cricket coverage it is quarter to 12 in New South Wales, quarter to 11 in Queensland. And I've got a bit of a, an email here from the doc from the goalie Sliders who, who called into the show last night. He sent through an email asking for a bit of advice. He writes, is there anything about surviving big swells? Takeoff technique or maybe how to bail at the end of a wave, especially if it's a big barrel closing on you in a shorey. Always struggle with punching out if it's a big keg and gets slammed into the sand. Or if anyone has a big day story or scary things have survived. I remember when Belly Slater and Ricky from War Hand and Cute Boy Corey were on the Today Show David Campbell the host of uh, the, the the today show asked if you've you've had any you know crazy wave experiences and Corey talked about a big hold down that uh, really knocked him out. So yeah there's definitely some some big wave stories out there and and Owe and myself have a few that we like to share on the podcast time to time. But if anyone has a story send them into us the body at gmail.com. Interesting things seen in the water, anything really, if you need to get away from talking about the two Cs, which are, of course, cricket and COVID, which we've been pretty much talking about non-stop for the last few hours. Like once I came across something in the water, the doc writes, went close and it was a tree branch with a three-meter python on it floating around in the zone. That's a pretty crazy story. Uh, I've I've swum with some sea snakes in New Caledonia, and uh, those things are pretty lethal. They'll just they'll just come at you, and they'll they'll hide in your shoe. But a uh, a three meter python, geez. The doc also says happy birthday. By the way, not yet. Got about. 11 minutes. 11 minutes until it's my official birthday, turning 32 at midnight. Should we play it now? I'll play it soon. I've got something for, for my birthday. <laughs> A song that's very close to Owey to in My Heart. A song that we often sing. When it's someone's birthday, especially if they're turning 21, but even if they're not turning 21, because it's just, it's just a great song. We, we first learned about this song at Owe's 21st, you know, almost, almost 10 years ago. Owe had his 21st at a local Chinese restaurant. It was a big shindig. And we, we ate and we danced and we partied and we did a bit of karaoke. Oe and myself sung You're the Voice by John Farnham. I've actually got a photo of that I might, I might put up soon. And then when we sang Happy Birthday and we brought out the cake, the sound guy decided to play this song.
1: 21 today, 21 today You've got the key of the door Never been 21 before And fast says you can do as you like So shout hip hip hooray You're a Johnny fellow. 21 today, 21 today 21 today You've got the key of the door Never been 21 before And fast says you can do as you like So shout hip hip hooray Today, twenty-one. Today, twenty-one. Today, you've got the key of the door. Never been
6: twenty-one before,
1: and five
2: says you can do as you like. So shout, hip, hooray! You're a jolly good fellow. Twenty-one today. Oh my! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Thirty-two tomorrow. Not twenty-one today, unfortunately. All right. Well, it is nine minutes to midnight, nine minutes to 11 in Queensland. We're tracking up to the end of the show. And at the end of this show, I'll be turning 32 years old. So if anyone wants to be our last caller for the night, get in touch. Get in touch with us right now on our Instagram, Budgie Boys, or... Body Surf Podcast, you can also send me an email, thebodysurf podcast at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of tomorrow's Friday night quiz, the big Friday night quiz, send me an email now, thebodysurf podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your name, your location, and your contact details. We'll get in touch with you and we'll sort out how you're gonna play the big old quiz. The big old Friday
0: quiz. This is the Body Surf Podcast with Tim and Owie. We're tracking
2: up to midnight here on Talking Talk on the Body Surf Podcast Super Radio Network. It's also tracking up to 11 p.m. if you are in Queensland. And a lot of our listeners are. We, we spoke to uh, Trav Davies from Slide Handboards, who's up in the Gold Coast. And loving life right now. There's some cyclonic weather systems happening there, but he was able to jump in and catch a few shoreys on his birthday, which is a great way to spend your birthday. A few years ago, I spent my birthday at Maroubra, a lovely beach in Sydney, and we we got down the far end. Not many people there. And we had a, a nice little break all to ourselves. A few special guests dropped in and had a great old swim. I think that was for my 30th. So that would have been two years ago. And then we uh, we all came back to the Shire, stopped in at Harryman Man Brewery, and then went to Boyle's Pub in Sutherland. Had a great night. So that's how I spent my birthday two years ago. Won't be spending my birthday like that tomorrow. I'll be dressed up in pink, sitting on my couch, watching the cricket. It's Not a bad way to spend your birthday, really, but uh, it would be better if I could get outside and have a swim. <laughs> I would much prefer to do that tomorrow. Anywho, it's been a lot of fun taking your calls tonight. This is the second last episode of Talking Talk here on the Bodysurf Podcast Network tomorrow night, our last show. But we'll be back on Australia Day doing something special, and then we're going to return to regular programming. The Bodysurf Podcast will be back with some huge guests, some big names in the bodysurfing community, we can't wait to start chatting with you again but for now we're doing some talk back radio and uh, tomorrow night's going to be a huge show as i mentioned we're doing the friday quiz if you want to be a part of the friday quiz please send me an email right now here's a little little tip for you no one's currently registered so you've got a good shot at getting a chance to play the friday quiz so please send me an email, podcast at gmail.com. you just got to let me know your name, your location, and your best contact detail. And we'll be in touch, and we'll, we'll work out how we're going to play this quiz. It's going to be a lot of fun, and there's a huge prize that you could win. So get in touch with us right now, thebodysurfpodcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com. Well, we're tracking up to the end of the show. It's been a lot of fun. I can't be bothered counting down to midnight because I just want to get off the air and celebrate my birthday in style. So I'm going to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. But remember, <laughs> you've got to remember this, people. I know we say it at the end of every single podcast. But it's true, and and I live my life by this mantra. It's always overhead when you're body surfing. Have a good one, stay safe, and I'll see you tomorrow for our last episode of Talking Talk.